day and welcome everyone to the Mindfulness at IBM podcast, the podcast for everyone that would like to breathe in and breathe out mindfully. So it's cool actually what is happening, uh, Pat, because we have, uh, so the MBC, our Mindfulness Based Connect Experience starting, is starting this week, right, in some cohorts and the cohorts are fully booked, there are even waiting lists. This is actually very nice. We did all the kickoff last week. Uh, that is cool. It's like the first uh, milestone of the community, right? With uh, building something, building uh, knowledge and connections between people. So I'm looking forward for that. But today I wanted to talk about something that is not more important, but is um, even more pressing uh, to let everybody know. That is? Oh, pressure. I don't know if it, it's the guest or the summit. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we do have the summit coming up in 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 two weeks, though. Oh yes, we're very excited about that. And I know we dedicated a, a podcast and specific information around that. But but please join. We also have some a uh, wait list or, or people that are are late attenders. So keep checking the the calendar, yeah, uh, and and the PDF file if for updates. But I think the the special guest, and I'm really looking forward to to this podcast today because it's a. Uh, it's a really nice experience yes. and, and really thought-provoking. I'm excited for our, our guest yes, today. Yes, yes, yes. yes. So uh, we are, it's going to be, I don't know if we can call it visualization, right? But it's a very, it's an interesting journey mm -hmm. um, into a different way how to practice mindfulness, right, as well, perhaps. So actually, we, 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 after, the, after we recorded the session, we asked the guest if we can do more, right? So let's hope. Uh, we are going to have this opportunity, right? Uh, so before we go to our guests, uh, links are below and roll to the summit and, and also share, right? We are a big community. Uh, the only channels we have to make it and promote it is through you, through the members of the community. So, you know, share the link, uh, share the video, share the newsletter, share something uh, in uh, so that we uh, can reach every single corner of IBM and of Kindrill and Red Hat so that everyone um, will at least have an idea and choose or have the choice to, to, to come, right? So that's And it. if you think any, any business partners or any clients might be interested in, in some sessions, you know, please forward that as well to them. Yeah, why not? It's, it's a very, very interesting topic. It's mindfulness, only mindfulness the whole week and practices. So cool, cool. Let's get to the guest. But today, today we travel to the, to the Rocky Mountains uh, National mm. Park, right? In the US. Because, you know, one of our listeners, that's why we're very, very happy to know that we have many people listening to, to, to our Mindfulness at IBM podcast. And Ron Francis here with us today is also listening to our podcast. And he was telling me that as a tour guide of the National Park in the Rocky Mountains, he has a lot of interesting mindful experiences to share with us. Right. So that's why we have here Ron, uh, really to tell us more about his mindfulness journey and, uh, uh, what it means, right? Mindfulness for for uh, uh, for him. So, welcome to the to the podcast, Ron. Thank you for being here. Oh, thank you, thank you so much. I'm I'm excited to be here. Thank you. Just to to know more about your you know your experiences or your journey with with mindfulness, where it started, what's it like now, and then I'm sure more questions will come from that. Oh, absolutely. Again, thank you for allowing me to share a little bit of this story. I'll try to weave it together. We'll see how it goes. But my mindfulness journey includes IBM. I'm an IBMer. Mm -hmm. And um, 
Rocky Mountain National Park, and also the singer and the songwriter, James Taylor. Mm -hmm. uh, so here's kind of how it goes. Uh, uh, several years ago, many years ago now, uh, in my early part of my career with IBM, we had five new IBMers that came to our Boulder, Colorado site. They were from Bangalore, India. And I was asked to be their instructor, their instructor teaching a new technology that we had been deploying. And they would uh, stay with us. I think they stayed with me about six weeks. And uh, they take back what they learned and implement that at their their own site. So these these five guys were my students for several weeks. And on weekends, they had nothing to do. So I took my new friends to one of my favorite places in the world, and that's Rocky Mountain National Park. I'm very, very fortunate that Rocky is not too far from my home, and it's actually not too far from the Boulder site. So I took them there, and there I became their teacher also in addition, uh, moving from technology over to nature. And I told them everything that I'd learned about the park. I, I'm a little bit of a history buff and uh, told them probably more than they wanted to know. But mm -hmm. I had the chance to show them our mountain peaks that are 12 and 13 and 14,000 feet above sea level. You know, just, just amazing. And many of which I had climbed. So I had a chance to, to uh, you know, describe that to them, you know, from my own experience. We spent quite a lot of time together uh, watching animals from a distance and listening to the rivers and listening to the wind blow through the canyons and how to tune our ears so that we could hear those things. I find that when when people visit the national parks, oftentimes, and they're coming from a big city, their first comment is that, wow, it's so quiet. And then I ask them to listen a little more carefully. Next thing you know, wow, there's lots of noises all the time. You know, and it, that that's really the cool part when your, your ears can tune to that. Well, back with these guys, what I especially remember is bringing them back into the National Park one night. It's a really, really clear sky. The sky was just full of stars. And, and coming from Bangalore, like a really, really large city, some of these guys had never seen stars so bright before. Mm. And I was able to point out to them the Milky Way, and they were amazed. But I, too, you know, was very, very filled with emotion getting to share this common experience with people that were strangers just days before, weeks before. Mm -hmm. and, and even though that literally we lived on opposite sides of the planet, uh, nature brought us together. And it, it was just really awesome, this very, very common experience that we had together it was so so cool so if you fast forward to just over a year ago mm -hmm. I'd always, I've been in I go to the park all the time I spent a lot of time out there hiking and riding my motorcycle around the national park well I'd always seen these these jeeps driving around these commercial jeeps these these green jeeps they look mm -hmm. like something out of Jurassic Park you might say and they're driving around the park and, and I noticed that there was a guide in front with a headset and they carry about 10 people in the back of these open air Jeeps. And like, so the sides and the tops of these Jeeps were all open. So people could see in all directions while the guide is on an intercom and telling them, you know, about the park, everything that they're saying. Well, as you might imagine, uh, I just wanted to be one too. <laughs> now, now I'm an IT guy. I work for IBM and I'm an IT guy, but this is, that's where my passion is too is being out in the world like that and being able to share time with strangers. I, mm -hmm. I love that and share a little bit of my passion. 
So um, I, I checked into it, and next thing you know, I became a part-time tour guide with Green Chief Tours <laughs> in Estes Park, Colorado, and I do that today. Uh, I, you know, I do it in my spare time uh, mm -hmm. on the during the summer. You know, maybe an evening tour or two during the week, and then on the weekends. But all in all, roughly, I've, I've taken about two thousand people uh, through the park and uh, gotten to share the same kind of experience that I had with the guys from India. It's really cool. I do it over and over again, and I love it. Never get tired of it. People, people that take the tour are typically on vacation. And most of the time, they've, they've never been in this national park before. And some have never been in a wilderness area before. And so that's when I find that out early on, that's cool. All of, all of the guides, we all think the same. If, if it's somebody who's brand new to an area like that, that's going to be a, a fun, fun tour. So, so uh, uh, how to yeah. connect the, because I, you know, the, I can imagine when, when it, we, you mentioned the word tourist, right? Usually mm -hmm. tourists are, um, you know, the, the, a bit, I, I always connected with mindlessness, let's say like, you know, just <laughs> go in a place and do stuff that everybody does. Right. right? Uh, yeah. and you, yeah. you know, you just do things once, so who cares? Right. And the only thing that remains is just a bunch of pictures when you, when you get up. Right. So how, <laughs> exactly. and, and since like that, that could be an interesting topic to bring, like, since you are actually guiding a lot of yeah. people, like how, what is actually the way to, to have a mindful journey? particularly like when you start in visiting yeah. a place, right? Oh, I think about that a lot too. I, I try to put myself in their, in their shoes. They're on vacation, which as we know, as a dad, for example, that can be really stressful. There's so many things going on. I've got to get to the tour on time for one thing. And uh, I want to be feeling good on this three hour tour in a Jeep. I want to be feeling good. We want the kids to be feeling good. There's a lot of stress can be associated with that. But I, and I take that to heart. I, I try to keep that in mind. I, I keep it in mind. People get motion sick or can get motion sick. So I try to keep that in mind even when I'm driving. But I, I think too, that when I look back on vacations that, my wife and I and our family have taken hmm. in different places. The thing I remember oftentimes is the interaction with the local, the, the conversation that I had with that local person. You know, hmm. if, if oftentimes if right or wrong, if that person, that local person was kind to me, then I like the town or I like the space. If they weren't so kind, eh, maybe I'm ready to go somewhere else. So I, I don't know. I, I, I think about that a lot. It's what a is nice it going to mean to them? Yeah, connections matter. They really do matter. And uh, I've had some really, really amazing interactions with people I did not expect at all. I can give you an example if you'd like. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Do you start the tour with a mindful minute? Uh, yes, some, somewhat. I, I try to include a lot, include humor. To make sure everybody's comfortable, make sure that nice. logistics are in place. They have plenty of things to drink, you know, plenty of water to drink, and uh, it's going to be warm enough. But but I try to set their set their expectations early on by letting them know that we're going to go to a really really special place. Hmm. That this is uh, this is meaningful to me, even though I do it over and over again. It is meaningful to me, and I hope it's going to be meaningful for them. So that's that's how we begin. So I can imagine we're we're on this Jeep tour, you know, going for the, the past hour or two, and now we're we've stopped and there's this overlook and we see this vast terrain and these beautiful mountains, 
snow on the tips. And everyone's pausing there for a moment. Yeah. What do you do then? Oh, I'm so glad you asked, Patrick, because I found something to do. Um, one of my favorite singers is James Taylor. Now, when you get closer to my age, like, you'll know who James Taylor is. Uh, he's very he's in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, quite a, an amazing singer and songwriter. But I have what I call my James Taylor moment in a setting like that. And uh, this is this is how it goes. He he wrote a song uh, several years ago, one of the deep cuts on an album called Gaia and Gaia means Mother Earth, translates to Mother Earth. And uh, I felt that especially one verse, the third verse of that song was a really great fit to a setting, just like you described when uh, there's a valley. And I'm picturing this place in my mind right now where I take people many times. The valley is like 1,500 feet below, and the mountain peaks are four or 5,000 feet higher than, than we are, you know, 4,000 feet anyway. And I, I have my James Taylor moment, and uh, I quote one verse from that song. And it's over and over again, it's a very, very positive thing. And uh, some people even shed a tear. I would see tears wiping away. And next thing you know, I'm welling up too, you know, even though I've done it over and over again. Well, uh, I felt compelled to write to James Taylor and tell him about it. <laughs> so out on James Taylor's website, he has a feedback thing. And I wrote on there, I'm a tour guide in Rocky Mountain National Park. And I quote a little bit of... Uh, your song Gaia, and thank you for sharing those words that I get to share with others. And lo and behold, just like two days later, I got an email back from his personal assistant. Her name's Ellen. And Ellen said, would you record that and send it back to me? Sure. <laughs> so next time I, I got an opportunity to do a tour at that spot, I did. I asked one of my guests to video it. And uh, they did. And I sent that to Ellen. And uh, fast forward a few months later, which is actually back in last last this past July, they posted it on James Taylor's Instagram. And not that I'm keeping track, <laughs> but I guess I am. But it's had over 24,000 views so far, almost 25,000. I checked it a little bit ago just before we got, got together. It's almost, almost 25,000 views. And the comments are wonderful. I, I love that. I just love that. I guess tying back to mindfulness, um, I and I'm new. I'm really new to this, uh, and I'm learning. But I, I find that if if I if I speak from a genuine heart and I tell them exactly how I'm how I have felt about those spaces, the history of it, the geology, the wildlife, the mountains. When I speak from the heart, it translates oftentimes. And then people will confide in me in things I completely, completely didn't expect. I'll give you one quick example. Uh, it was a wintertime tour on a Saturday. Just two ladies riding with me. I guess these ladies were probably in their mid-70s. Really, really, really nice. And I noticed that one of the ladies was holding the hand of the other one. She kind of supporting her as we went along. So I was, I was making sure that we were real gentle on the ride. We didn't walk too far when we do little miniature hikes. But we're at this outlook. It's called Mini Parks Curve. It's just a beautiful, beautiful view there. And one of the ladies, the, weak, the weaker lady, her name was Lisa. And she said, Ron, I want to tell you something. She said, I have stage four breast cancer. And my doctor told me 
that I should go out and do things like this now. And she said, wow, and you know, it chokes me up now. <laughs> she said, uh, she said, I sold my home so that I would have the money to go out and do tours like this with my friend. And oh my goodness, you know, just like right now, I mean, my, my heart just, my heart just fell, but I was reminded right then of something that the owner, Nikki, uh, Nikki Schultz, this lady that owns Green Jeep Tours, she told me early on, she tells this to all the guides, you never know who's going to be on your tour and what life circumstances they may be facing. So what you say is important. And it, it was just another reminder there, you know, that, wow, what I'm saying to this lady now is really, really important and how we're spending time together and just introducing her to such a beautiful, beautiful space where we can be quiet and we'll know how small we are. That's another thing I think about how small we are when you're in these very vast open places. And, uh, you know, I just feel like it's important. There's a lot of hurting people out there, people, all sorts of life circumstances that are going on. And I feel like that we, if we have the capability to pour ourselves out to, to others, to um, make that moment, perhaps that afternoon, a little bit, bring a little joy out there, man, yeah. that's awesome. I love I love that opportunity. And it's brought so much strength to me. You know, my, I work in the, the area of uh, cybersecurity and compliance and audits come along and things like that are really stressful, as you might imagine. But when I can at least mentally or physically take myself out to a space like that and kind of reset things a little bit in my own heart, and if I can share that with somebody else, oh boy, you know, the, the stresses that I face, they're not too tough. They're not too tough at all. Yeah. I think it made me thinking like that, um, you know, you, you, the, the story you told us, um, it, it, you know, it, it shows it, you like, you know, if you are in that situation like Lisa, perhaps, yeah. you know, you would uh, you know, really like consider that as one of your last journey, right? Yeah. And consider it as like the most important thing, everything you experience, right? So now, um, the, if you really are uh, present, right, and you are cultivating uh, your awareness and mindfulness, I think every single moment should be lived in that way, right? So like uh, in the way where to savor as it would be perhaps the first and the last moment uh, so with that type of attention, with that type of interest, with that type of awareness in all your senses, right? And I know how hard it is to do because the flow of our days um, is taking us often uh, away from, from this particular uh, state of mind, right? But the more you, you practice, right? Uh, and perhaps now, you know, after this particular tour, maybe the things you saw together, the things that you were together in that moment, like will actually re recall you of how you, uh, you can bring that awareness in, in, in all the next moments, right? Because of that is an additional anchor, right? So we actually can collect our anchors throughout our life and have more options to, to be mindful, right? Absolutely. And it's absolutely. It, it's one thing, Ron, to to be there on your own, as you've often been, and just, you know, that moment that just fully there, right? mind, body, everything. 
but it's another to share that with others, you know, and just connecting, being present together, experiencing this, that, that the three of us together could never really put into words. And that's, that's powerful. And I really am uh, grateful that you do that. And, you know, you, you're bringing so many people to that, to that level, which is great. Oh, thank you. Thank you. It's, it's been an incredible uh, blessing, I guess mm -hmm. you might say. Very, very grateful for that opportunity. Yeah. So take us into one, one of your journey, perhaps. Sure. Right? Oh, I would, I would love to. I kind of wrote down a few thoughts that I'll, I'll share with you and the listeners, if it's okay. Yeah, sure. Oh, please. Yeah. Hopefully we get to hear the, the verse. I will bring that in. Let me, let's see how this goes. Perfect. All right. Well, uh, let's just, let's just close our eyes for a moment and take a, a deep breath in and a deep breath. Let, let go of that breath. Let it, let it just flow. And I would like to welcome you and our listeners to Rocky Mountain National Park. The air is cool, but the sun is warm. We see, uh, just as Patrick just described, we see a valley down below us, like a thousand, over a thousand feet down is the valley floor, but doesn't compare with the height of the mountains that are uh, 12, 13,000 feet right in front of us, well above us. We see the tree line up there where the, it's what we call the tree line in Rocky Mountain National Park. It's 11,500 feet where the trees can't grow anymore. It's just too high. For the trees to grow so we'll just be quiet for a minute and think about the valley that down below us and listen to the forest sounds as they blow the wind blowing down through the trees and you can hear it from like miles away you can still hear that so if you're ready let's put on our backpacks and go for a little a little hike while we listen to the words of a song called gaia by James Taylor, that means Mother Earth. And this is what James Taylor said in the third verse of Gaia. He said this, he said, we thought we ought to walk a while. So we left that town in a single file, going up and up and up, mile after mile after mile. We reached the tree line and I dropped my pack. I sat down on my haunches and I looked back down over that mountain, just helpless and speechless and breathless. Gaia. So thank you, Mother Earth. Thank you for welcome, welcoming us home to Mother Earth. So that's, that's it. Uh, Leslie and Patrick, I, I, Thank you for allowing me to share this with you and your listeners. Thank you for taking us around. <laughs> Great tour. Yeah, Lele, we got to head out to the Rocky Mountains. For a special episode of the podcast. Love to have you. Right. <laughs> love to have you. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, like, you know, in the podcast in the open, that would be uh, one of uh, the most interesting things to do, right? To just you hear the wind blowing and any other special effects that are not effects, but are reality. That would be nice. Yeah. Anyway, um, till then, um, I 
I, I wish you to keep having a lot of mindful, uh, mindful tours, right? And yeah. uh, uh, bring many and many people. Hopefully, um, one day, you know, um, you know, if you if you go to the Rocky Mountains, just uh, uh, look for Ron uh, and <laughs> maybe tell them that you you heard about it in the Mindfulness Tabian podcast, right? Maybe you can Love have it. a special um, uh, view that Ron just keeps for the special guest, right? Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> Anything you want to leave our listeners with, Ron? Anything? Um, you know. Other other than that, um, at least for me, like I've said, um, there's a great deal of happiness that I've experienced being in the national park alone um, and just observing. But there's sometimes there's a difference between happiness and joy. Mm-hmm. And joy, I've found, is being with others and, and experiencing the same with others. That's That stays with me. I've enjoyed that very much. Mm-hmm go off and practice being mindful and practice with others to really get that joy. Absolutely. Thank you everyone for listening. Thank you. See you all next time. Bye-bye.